I will pass this way but once. Mm-hmm. And if there is some good that I can do, then let me do it. Your positive, positive, positive imprint. 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 Stories are everywhere. People and their positive action inspire positive achievements. Your PI could mean the world to you. Get ready for your positive imprint. It is Mother's Day, and I want to wish the mothers and grandmothers and great-grandmothers and godmothers and stepmothers all over the world a very happy and blessed Mother Day whenever you celebrate it. This is Catherine, your host of the podcast, Your Positive Imprint, the variety show featuring people all over the world whose positive actions are inspiring positive achievements. Exceptional people rise to the challenge. You can find me at yourpositiveimprint.com as well as Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Listen from any podcast platform. Music by the legendary Chris Knoll, chrisknoll.com. I'm celebrating my mom today. Mother's Day is coming up this Sunday, May 8th. I'm releasing the episode today because today is my dad's birthday. I'll be back in two weeks with Stephanie Parks. Your positive imprint. What's your P.I.? Mom has been the guest for Mother's Day since I started this podcast, but this year I bring to you a menagerie from the last three years. Reflections of motherhood and reflections from a woman, my mom, Victoria Sanchez, who was ahead of her time. I'll major in chemistry. I had a student who had a little trouble and came up to the office, and he wanted to be a doctor. When I was a graduate assistant at Marquette, and I I told him what he needed to do to become a doctor. Now, that was 1955, and to this day, all these years later, I've gotten a Christmas card from that student. He went on to become an instructor in the medical school. He told me that he told his students about me and how I helped him, and I said, and did you in turn help those students? And he said, yes, I did. I went first to NIH, the National Institute of Health in Bethesda, Maryland, and he offered me a position, but he offered it to me at a GS-5 level. And I said, why are you offering me this job at a GS-5? And he said, because you're a woman. And I said, what has that got to do with it? And he said, you're liable to get pregnant. And I said, thank you, I don't want your job. I went to the National Bureau of Standards and I was hired on the spot. I was the only female scientist among hundreds of males at the National Bureau of Standards. I worked in industrial chemistry. In that day, we didn't have our consciousness raised because there was no legislation protecting women. You are just a positive imprint in our lives, Mom, and you continue to be a positive imprint. I deliberately chose to stay at a middle school in what's termed the war zone in our city because those kids needed a good teacher. In science, which I taught. I did not use the textbook. I used hands-on experiments. They called me from the National Science Foundation, and they asked if I would address the uh, House Subcommittee on Education. And I said, yes. I put down some things that I thought uh, were necessary for the improvement of science education. I I did address the House Subcommittee on Education. And I will tell you that what I said in that year, I could tell them the same thing now, because I'm sorry, things have not really changed. 
they have stagnated. I was a junior Girl Scout leader and I had the largest troop. I had 46 girls. Max was supposed to be 32. Whoever came on the first day of registration, I accepted, and nobody ever dropped out because we had so many activities. They developed their leadership qualities as they became patrol leaders and arranged the courts of honor. That's all important, a part of growing up. You will pass this way but once. If there is some good that you can do, then do it. I think that's maybe neglected today where we don't teach the young people to take responsibility for their actions and be true leaders. Mom, thank you so much for the life that you and Dad both provided for the siblings and, of course, the grandkids and now the great-grandkids. Your father and I are very proud of each and every one of you kids. You have all been concerned with the community. You have contributed to the world. And we loved each of you as individuals. And we were very proud of all your accomplishments. And the strength in our success and also our failures, to learn from them and to see and to analyze our failures so that we can be successful. And that was a good upbringing. Your father and I did so much together that it's hard to separate our activities. We were coyotes, spelled C-I-O-T-E-S, cultural interpreters of the environment. Your father and I gave guided nature hikes to hundreds of uh, school children. It ranged all the way from kindergarten to the university. It was fun. Uh, your father would talk about the geology. I would talk about the flora and fauna. Your father would always take the Spanish speakers. One of the things your father told me every day, I love you, and I did the same. And he also said, you're beautiful. Like I said, we were blessed. And you look back and there were many, many, many blessings. Uh, a lot of them you didn't recognize at the time, but they truly were blessings. I had heaven on earth with him. We have five children, Mary, Carol, Robert, Catherine, and Linda. As a family, we espoused faith from the very beginning. An important part of our life was family. We did a lot of hiking, always close togetherness. For the grace of God go I. And that's something to be remembered. And also accept people's best efforts. One of the things that we really enjoyed was teaching you all about protecting the environment. Yes. Public transportation. That was part of saving the environment, as we later told our kids when they wanted to perhaps drive. No, you take the bus. <laughs> I well remember the, the, some of the kids who, your siblings who were at the university said, Oh, goody, now we get a ride to the university. <laughs> and I said, No, mother takes the bus, just like you. <laughs> we did all the things that parents do with their children. Dancing lessons, sporting activities, basketball, football cross-country, piano lessons, guitar lessons. We went to church. We always taught the kids everything that we could about the out-of-doors appreciation for plants, animals, conservation, the environment. They knew about the trails, how to be trail savvy. We had two three-man tents, so that meant four of us had to sleep in one tent and three in the other. We sang around the campfire. My husband played the harmonica, and we toasted marshmallows. Unfortunately, the oldest daughter ran into one of the support poles of one of the tents. It was aluminum, so it easily bent. We had a storm, it was a, a big mountain storm. storm. 
reverberated throughout that canyon. The thunder was loud. The hail was even more devastating as it piled up on the tops of the tent. It wasn't too long when our tent flap opened and the other three came in because their tent had collapsed and was awash. So we were seven people in a three-man tent. In the morning, it was beautiful. The storm was over. The people who had horses, their horses were gone. They knew the way home to their corral, but they were gone. My husband and son got the squaw wood. We were sitting around the fire enjoying our hot cocoa and oatmeal. A stranger came up, a woman, and she was very cold. We believe she had hypothermia. She had no shelter. So we plied her with coffee and hot things, and we had a black tarp that we'd used for our seven backpacks to cover them. We gave her the tarp so that she could have a little shelter of some kind, and uh, then we gave her a fry pan, and our son went out to the lake, caught some fish for her. We have eight grandchildren and five great-grandchildren and two step-great-grandchildren. We were honored by the children by being New Mexico Parents of the Year in 2001. Wow, that was a long time ago. (laughs) In in your way of thinking, in my way, it was only yesterday. It was only yesterday that you were born. My husband and I were married 61 years when he died. We were the first family to get the New Mexico Philanthropy Award. Our philosophy was, you were put on this earth for one thing, to love God, to serve Him, and to be happy with Him in heaven. And in so doing, you would make the world a better place. Remember, there but for the grace of God go I. One of the things that I often said to them, to thine own self be true. Be the very best that you can be. You don't follow the crowd. You do the right thing. Remember yesterday. Ponder tomorrow, but live for today. I said that tomorrow may never come. You'll never know, but tomorrow might never come. So you live for today, and you make it the very best day. And I also said, don't ever say anything that's not nice. You can never take back words. So that was something my husband and I lived by. I was very blessed to have your father for 61 years. And he left me a legacy. One of the things that your father wrote to me, he said, Always will I love you, even in death. My heart will be joined with yours, continuing to bring happiness through memories. Live each day to the fullest and be happy and be, be yourself and be the very best that you can be. You always stood by Dad. Truly our camping and our, our traveling back to visit the grandparents were always filled with adventures wherever we went because we made things happen. I did make all of their clothes, their prom dresses, their wedding dresses. And since Catherine is here, when we were doing her wedding dress, She said she didn't want just a chapel train. She wanted a little bigger train, so she got it. But the most fun of that was designing her veil together. I want to conclude with one last story. Our family was close and supported each other in all the endeavors. 
Our oldest daughter's husband went in for a surgery for a simple bypass, double bypass. The doctor said, oh, everything is fine when he came out. Well, everything wasn't fine because a couple hours later, he lapsed into unconsciousness and was that way for two and a half months. Our daughter is the assistant provost at Washington State University. And although she used her laptop to communicate with her staff, two months is a long time to be away from the office. Her sisters, the first one was Catherine, said, we'll go up and help. I said, you have to go back to your office and your sisters are coming up. So Catherine came first and she stayed a week and was there all day, early in the morning until at night. He had tubes in every place that you wouldn't imagine. So then she left and the next sister came up and she was there a week. And then the last sister came up with her husband. I'm happy to say that today he is doing beautifully well and he's back to doing his woodworking and yard work and enjoying life. The power of prayer cannot be underestimated because truly he died twice when he was in the hospital there. We have been blessed with many blessings and we are very proud of our children and grandchildren for what they have managed to be involved with their community, to be real, real people, dedicated, faith-loving, and uh, as a family, very, very close. And with that conclusion, I, I hope that all your families will be well, happy, and blessed. Happy Mother's Day. Well, thank you, dear. (laughs) Well, from both of us here at Your Positive Imprint, we wish all of you a happy Mother's Day wherever you are in the world. And love and value each member of your family. Thank you. I will return on May 22nd with Stephanie Parks following my next eye surgery. Go to yourpositiveimprint.com Your Positive Imprint. What's your P.I.?